video was always meant for me and Celie. Okay, okay, Celie, I'm coming back for the reprise, I promise. Before we got into town, we fought the two Pokemon I was telling you about, and they decided to come with us. Now I have a Halucha, and Luca has a Ditto, just like his dad. And don't worry, Dad, I know we're in a big city, but we've got an adult with us, and we're gonna meet up with Detective Reynolds soon. But until then, we're gonna paint the town red. Right, Sealy? Or, or. Let's go! Pokies like to get away, take a holiday from that tall grass. Seely, look at this place! Hop a flight to Portobello Port or Shiitake. Oh, but I'm in a criminal state of mind. Hit it, fellas! Where are the backup dancers? <laughs> Fanta, tired as he is, does still do that his backup That was the saddest falap I've ever seen, Fanta. <laughs> He says at 12 hit points. Yeah. Four, yeah. Oh, my gosh. We are back, my friends, and we are finally, uh, after all this time, in In Criminy City. City. For the longest time. Look at that. Let's just hit all of our our musical references as we enter. All of your Billy Joel, and only that (laughs) so far. (laughs) Uh, So all the ones that really matter. No. So... Statements have been made. I did not mean it. <laughs> uh, as much as we can all enjoy some uh, Billiam Joel around here. No. So, y'all are on the outskirts still, just entering Criminy City. You all have seen the scene as I described it last time. I won't re describe it, but what are you doing? <laughs> uh, are y'all just I'm trying to head a, straight to the Pokemon I'm Center? I'm a full Annie moment in this Times Square. Wow, look at the place! So while y'all, I'd say before you're like in the city, like proper, like as you're going in, uh, Luca just kind of asked you like, hey, should we do something about Ringo? Because we are, we are going to be walking into a city with a dude in handcuffs who is a criminal. Oh, but look at the, look at all these signs for that creamery. That looks amazing. They have a chandelier in there. (laughs) A chandelier? Uh, Yeah. We should take care of Ringo, though. Let's go to the Pogo Center first, and then, Sealy, let's paint this town red. I'm in a criminal state of mind. Hit the saxophone, Sealy. Or. Sealy <laughs> 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 Sa- with a saxophone actually would be pretty great. That's very powerful. But no, so like, do you guys want to, I mean, Ringo has a very specific look with all of his like turquoise and everything. And the, oh, I'm the hat not about to take the time to disguise this dude. Great, no okay. Way. That's what I was. I'm just heading to the Poke Center. Great. As y'all are heading to the Pokemon Center, you are just kind of making your way through the streets and everything, uh, just trying to book it as quick as possible. I think that you kind of have a, a general idea. Uh, much like everything in the city, there's certainly a lot of signs for various things. Uh, you see the same a- advertisement 
for the fighting tournament in a lot of places, but also there are, you know, some billboards and things like Pokemon Center this way. Uh, so you are able to uh, follow those kind of uh, throughout the town. And I assume probably making some, you know, kind of cut throughs and everything just to try to be low key. Sure, alleyway. Alleyway, nice. Singing through them alleys. As you are making your way through alleys and things, trying to cut through, make your way through the city quickly and nondescript as possible, go ahead and roll 2d6 plus instinct. Five. Five? Perfect. Making my way through criminy, walking fast in the homebound. I'm poking center bound. Sing it, silly. Gosh, there's nothing more exhilarating than going to a new city. Am I right, Ringo? Yep. Something, something, stumped Pokemon at Pokemon. You are blissfully singing the song as you make your way through a, a uh, dank, dark alley. But guys, also, you know when the bridge hits, I am just holding Seely with her cheeks. So... As you all cut through an alleyway, trying to avoid the crowds, making your way quickly to the Pokemon Center, you don't hear it at first, uh, certainly with enough time to do anything about it with your five. Dang it. <laughs> and I have the worst roll for initiative ever in mankind now. <laughs> a little too late, you hear a bit of movement behind you. Looking and back. now I went, what? Looking back, <laughs> you see a figure shrouded in shadow. With another sound of movement, you look ahead and see two more figures have blocked the alleyway in front of you. Uh, hi? The figures in front of you look to be in street clothes. One of them, uh, a larger, bulkier fellow, just, you know, in, in normal street clothes. And the other one uh, that has more of a greaser sort of punk vibe. Both of them have these jagged yellow ends spray painted over their normal no! clothing. <laughs> no! I want you to all imagine the Michael Scott GIF. <laughs> as you see them, the figure behind you steps forward from the shadows as well, revealing himself. I immediately start to call Detective Reynolds. <laughs> like, as sneakily as possible, I, I slide my phone, I hit that dial. <laughs> Go ahead and roll 2d6 plus agility to do it sneaky. Oh no! With a two, you you like begin reaching for your pocket as the following happens. This figure behind you steps forward from the shadows and you, you look back and you, you realize that you all are cut off in both directions. But this figure reveals himself. He has a shaggier look with this smooth shoulder length dark hair uh, with a middle part and a well-kept mustache that droops over the sides of his mouth with a sharp alert face and a wide nose. This figure steps forth with an air of confidence and command and seems to be wearing more official Team Nasty garb. With a grim smirk uh, as he sees you starting to reach for his phone, he says, well boys, looks like we've got some tourists. Let's give him a big city welcome. And he brandishes his purple and yellow ball in his hand. Roll initiative. No! As he says, let's go ahead and get that phone. <laughs> dang it. Sally, take it. <laughs> order, order. <laughs> oh my gosh, I rolled well for initiative. Whoa. I'm a kid. I just got here and this is how you say hello, criminy. So with initiative rolled, our order is going to be Pearl, actually, at the top. 
Then the mustached figure in the official Team Nasty garb. Then Sully, then Ringo, then Luca, and then the two figures up front in the street clothes with the spray-painted ends. So as the official Team Nasty person shouts out to grab your phone as you are rapidly attempting to dial Detective Reynolds, you throw out Darla, Luca sends out Hercules, and Sully sends out Diddy. Meanwhile, these figures throw out their Pokeballs. The mustached figure throws out Eradicate with large puffy cheeks and dark fur. The greaser punk looking one throws out a Linoon that's got this black and white fur and red eyes. That's cool. I don't think I've ever seen that before. And then the large bulky one who is eating a snack but still attempting to be intimidating sends out a Persian but with a large wide face and this sleek gray fur. But Pearl, it is your turn at the beginning. Um. As uh, you, even though you did not uh, hear them coming, you are able to act quickly. Question for you. Is there any way for me to finish my phone call? Yeah, I'd say that you can finish, like, finish dialing specifically, and I won't make that take your full action or whatever. That's just something that you're, like, doing. Okay. Outside uh, of whatever your Pokemon's doing. Okay. So Darla could have a full move, and I finish the phone call. Yeah. The phone call is in progress now, so, I mean, like, it'll be ringing and all of that. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Then I'll finish the phone call and finish dialing, and let's have Darla do confusion. Who is she trying to use confusion on? Could I discern, like, who would be the best to hit? For discern traits, you need to pick a specific one to kind of, like, scope out to try to discern the traits of. Well, I'm not really trying to discern their traits. I'm trying to see who is the strongest of the three. Well, go ahead and go ahead and discern traits, and we'll we'll go okay. from there. <laughs> wow, they're all rats and possums! <laughs> this city's a mess! <laughs> Yeah, uh, they, they all look frightening, and yep, they all look frightening. With the two, that's that's pretty much it. So. Okay, then I would like to confuse, uh, I'm uh, I'm going to confuse the Persian. That just looks, in my imagination, I would think that's the hardest Pokemon here. Cool. Go ahead and roll to hit with confusion. Eight. An eight is a mixed success, so go ahead and uh, roll your damage. 16. It does zero points of damage because this Persian is immune to psychic. Fudge! Darla, you just hit your cousin! Ah, <laughs> oh, that was awful. Espy! That reflects the two that I rolled. Espy! Remember that time I knew how to play this game? And like, <laughs> we tricked the audience to think, wow, Sarah actually knows Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, I got good initiative and I just whiffed it. Darla, your knees and get ready to get slammed on. <laughs> All right, it is then going to be the Team Nasty person's turn, who, with this dark-furred, big-cheeked radicate, sends it forward, and he says, Well, Tony Temple, let's see how that Espeon likes a crunch. Oh, no. <laughs> this dark-furred radicate just rolled a crit. <laughs> Welcome to town. Nasty's here. That would be 24 minus 4, so 20, double to 40 points oh of dark damage gosh. to Darla from that critical hit. As Darla gives a really pitiful yelp. She does as the teeth of the Raticate chomp down. And that is his turn. Then it is going to be Sully's turn as she has sent out Diddy. What's Diddy going to do? Double hit. 
We're actually Fury Swipes. Who would you like for Diddy to use Fury Swipes on? The Persian, the Raticate, or Raticate. the Lion? I feel like the Raticate could get out easy. Cool. All right, go ahead and uh, roll to hit. Diddy's got a plus three. Twelve. Twelve total. Yes, that is going to hit. So go ahead and roll 1d6. Six. Six. Nice. All right, so seven points of damage to the Raticate. And Diddy has one, two punch, so automatically hits for at least twice on multiple hits. So go ahead and roll damage for the second one. Three. That's an extra four points of damage. And uh, roll a D6 to see if Diddy slaps again. Five. Hits again, so. One. Two points of damage. Let's see if Diddy hits again. Three. All right, so just hits the three times, dealing a total of 13 points of damage to the Raticate as just boing, the Ambipom bounces over and boom, 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 with three slaps from the tails, uh, hits the Raticate. That is Sully's turn. It is then going to be Ringo's turn. What? He's handcuffed. A flash of red comes from Ringo's hands as he releases Kecleon from his Pokeball. No. Kecleon, on Ringo's turn, undoes Ringo's handcuffs. No, what the and they start running. Oh man! They attempt to run past the mustached fellow, who seems to be more interested in you all than this guy who he sees get out of handcuffs and try to escape from you. That is then going to take us to Luca's turn. What is Luca gonna do with Hercules? Luca is gonna run after Ringo. Okay, he's running after Ringo with Hercules, mm-hmm. or okay. The other Pokemon have not, like, closed in yet, so he's just going to follow. So, cool. He and the Hercules go. They're running after him. Yeah, he yells, I got to go. I go, yeah, you do. All right, and so they run, and they're working their way around. They circle around so as to not get hit by the Raticate. And so what, what does he do? Whatever he can. If he can do a move, he'll do a move. He does because Ringo has not gotten that far yet. It, like, took the action to be able to get out of the handcuffs and everything so he didn't get to rush. What did you say Ringo had again? Kecleon, the chameleon-looking Pokemon. Okay, arm thoughts. Go ahead and roll to hit for Hercules then, plus might. Um, that's a nine. Nine, so that is going to be a mixed success. So go ahead and roll just 1d6. Four. Great, so it's just two points of super effective damage because of the Kecleon's defense. You can roll to see if it hits again. Yeah! As the Kecleon takes on more of an orangish shape. Three. Three is not going to hit again. Luca! As you see where they are across the way in this dark alleyway, it looks like Ringo says something to Luca quietly. That is Luca's turn, which is then going to take us well, over to... What does he to... say? Yeah, I'm... I play Luca! That then is going to take us over to these, what look like, I guess, unofficial Team Nasty people. I don't know if you would have any frame of reference. They just look like they're in regular clothes, but they've got the spray-painted zigzag yellow in. I'm officially shouting at the phone. Yes. (laughs) Since you just, like, hit call, it is ringing. But that is then going to take us over to these uh, two fellas who are both going to come over here since it looks like their uh, their boss is dealing with Darla. They're both going to come after Diddy. The big fella with the Persian comes up first, is actually going to come up to Sully and try to use Thief. Wow. And steal her bag. Wow. I hate this town. With a natural 11. Ah, so rude. Sully takes 10 points of dark damage and the... <laughs> 
Persian steals her bag. Meanwhile, the Linoon comes over and is gonna try to, hmm. Oh, no, Luca's all the way over there. Gonna try to steal your bag. No! With a natural 11. Shut it! I will punch them in the face. They hit you close. Don't I get an attack of opportunity? Uh, well, they haven't left your melee. Oh, so. I'm gonna punch him in the face. <laughs> uh, hey, that's mine! So, Pearl, you take two points of damage. I, I try to bite him. I try to bite this pokey. <laughs> that is then gonna take us back up to the top of the initiative order with you. All right, let's do Gasling Gleam because apparently it can hit with 3d6, and that's what I need desperately right now. <laughs> All right, so Dazzling Gleam is actually an area of effect move. So it's AoE, uh, so it deals one less D6 damage, but it can deal it to all of your opponents. Okay. So, yeah, she can go ahead and use Dazzling Gleam. It's AoE, so she doesn't have to roll. They roll to resist it. So uh, as this bright light, this bright fiery light shoots out of the gem in her forehead, they're each going to make... Tough it out rolls plus vitality. So first up, we'll do the Raticate because it's closest. Uh, six, so no. The Persian, seven, so a mixed success. And then a six for the Linoon. As they will take super effective fairy damage because all of them are at least partially dark type. What? Wait, does that mean they're shadow Pokemon? No, it just means that they're dark type. Okay, cool! Darla, you're glistening! SP! She is peeved. Yeah, she's over it. Cool, so <laughs> go ahead and roll 2d6 plus special. Spatak. 5 plus 9, 14. Great, so that's going to be 10, which would be doubled, but then it's halved again because it got a mixed success, so that is going to be still just 10 points of damage to the Persian, the Linoon, 14 minus 4, but then it failed, so that's 20 super effective points of damage to the Linoon. And then the Raticate, also going to take 20 points of fairy damage. That is your main action. Any other extra action that you would like to do? I look to sell and I say, you're an adult. Why don't you let us go down this alley? Well, well I've, I've, been, I've been out in the wilderness fair, for a long time. Fair. We're uh, used to goodwill and kindness. <laughs> that is your action on your turn as you hear Detective Reynolds pick up the phone. Pearl, hello, what's going we're on? We're dying! What, what, where we're are you? We're in an alley and we're dying! Okay, wh- where are you? We tried to get into the Poké Center. I'm on my way. Okay, I'm seeing a sign for, uh, there's a, there's a yellow dumpster <laughs> and I'm seeing a sign. You continue saying- a bowling alley, yeah. All of these things as the rest of this uh, ensues. Oh, I don't know why the Linoon didn't go after your phone rather than your bag. Linoon got distracted. <laughs> well, the bag is way more valuable. That is true. They know what a stupid um, Pokegear can do, you know, <laughs> like a Pokephone. <laughs> Great. I really did buy a beat-up version, too. <laughs> you do not have the latest model. Yeah. Cool. That is your turn, though, which is then going to take us back to uh, this Team Nasty member, who is going to tell his Raticate... All right, Tony, how's about a uh, hyperfang? As, again, the Raticate just goes to bite down. That is going to be a nine total, so a mixed success. As, again, it just, it's big chubby cheeks uh, and its teeth. It just bites down. Ooh, pretty low roll, though. That's just six minus four, so only two points of damage to Darla on that one. Okay. 
and then it is going to be Sully's turn. I think that Sully is going to uh, have Ambipom turn around to the Persian who just took her bag, and she says, all right, I've had about enough of this. Did he use dual chop? And with both hands, zoom, both of the big tails come down for the dual chop. First one. Whoa, chopped it. First one is a nine, so a mixed success. Second one is an 11. Great, so between both of those, it's a total of 10 points of dragon damage to the Persian. That is Sully's turn. It is then Ringo's turn, who keeps on running and goes around a corner. Are you about to turn into a superhero? (laughs) Is there a telephone booth? He's running out of the alley and away. (laughs) Yeah, I know, Luca follows. Luca does not follow. What? On Luca's turn. What? He shifts his focus back to y'all and Hercules is gonna use Shake no, the Field. No, no! Oh my God, Luca just got brainwashed! Luca just got brainwashed! Oh my gosh, Luca just got brainwashed! That is, with might, a total of 10. So how does Hercules shape the field with might and what tags would you like for him to add? Let's try M7 and M4. Great, and so for M7, would you like to ignore defense or special defense? I guess we'll do um, defense. Okay, so allied Pokemon are gonna ignore your opponent's defense, and then for M4, when they use moves of their type that are melee or mid-range, one designated Pokemon and Pokemon of the same type must roll the damage twice and take the lower result. So I think with that, Hercules specifically targets uh, probably the Raticate, because that's who he's closest to right now. So dark Pokemon, which is all of them, and with their dark moves, they will roll twice, take the lower result. Uh, They roll the damage twice and take the lower result. So that is going to be Luca's main action. How does Hercules shape the field? What's he he doing to do this? Um, To get past their defenses and stuff. Kicks up some dust. Kicks up some dust. And throws down some trash in this alley. Hercules fighting dirty. Luca, what are you doing? You gotta trust me, and it looks like you guys need help anyway. That is his turn, and then it is going to be the big guy with the Persian who is going to have the Persian use bite on Diddy, which is a 11, so a full success. So that's going to be, has to roll twice and take the lower result. Three points of dark damage to Diddy. Not bad. Meanwhile, the Linoon is going to spend its turn trying to take your bag back to its trainer. So it leaves the area right next to you and Darla running away from there. So Darla could get a free attack if you like. Yes, please. So what free attack is Darla gonna take? Let's try Covet. Great, go ahead and roll to hit. Eight, nine. Great, nine, a mixed success. So she steals back your bag. And then also gets a hit in on the Linoon. So go ahead and roll 1d6. Oh, wow, six. Great. All right. And since you're ignoring the opponent's defense right now, uh, it's six points of damage to the Linoon, and you've still got your bag. Uh, so as that has been... I got my been... bag back, Detective, but it's still not looking good, and Luca's doing weird stuff. I'm on my way. You There's hear, like... There's also a lamppost. You hear the sound of wind and also the cry of uh, Bruce the Neuvern. Uh, as it sounds like he is uh, hot on the trail. Cool. That is, well, that's not even its action. It was just trying to get away. Uh, so as its action, it's going to try to use, it's trying to grab, it's going to try to grab that phone now. With a nine, ah! grabs the phone <laughs> and deals another two points of damage to you. I've almost lost 
That's a finger! <laughs> <laughs> but it snatches the phone from you, uh, but is kind of stuck where it's at right now. Pearl looks at her little pinky. How could it have held an ice cream cone without you? <laughs> you still have your pinky. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, taking what she took once for granted. Yes. Taking it into account. Great. So with that, as the Linoon uses Thief and begins going to move away from you again uh, with the pokey gear in its mouth now, uh, back to you, Pearl. Uh, dazzling Gleam. Dazzling Gleam. The Radicate closes its eyes with a 12. <laughs> Fully successful. Oof. That is a four for the Linoon and a six for the Persian. Oof. Duh. All right, cool. So go ahead and roll that damage. 17, 18. 18 points of damage? Yes. Great. So 18 is going to be quartered. So that's going to be a total of six points of damage to the Raticate when all said and done. 28 points of damage for the Linoon. And then for the Persian, it's also 28 points. As uh, both of them are looking uh, rougher than the Raticate is. Luca, go get Ringo. I don't care what these thugs do. We traveled so far with them. <laughs> He's practically like family now. <laughs> He's the uncle we never wanted. Lucas says, I think we've got more important things on our person that we need to worry about. Uh, he just looks at your bag. Ringo is like a little bug now in a massive apple. That is going to then take us to the Radicate's turn, who is going to try to use Crunch on Darla again. Crunch with a 10 total. Has to roll twice and take the lower result. Great, so that's gonna be 11 double to 22 points of damage to Darla. Pearl really wants to actually hit one of these trainers in the face right now. Very close to it, guys. <laughs> it is then Sully's turn as Ambipom is going to continue to just slap the <laughs> Persian so much. And that is going to be plus three and 11. Ignoring the defense of the Persian. First one is 10 points. Definitely hits again because of one-two punch. Love it. That is another six points. Love it. But it just hits the two times. She rolled a three. But, oh dang! That gets it exactly uh, with a total of 64 points of damage Whoa, being done Sully. over the course of all of this. Now that it is taken, that is exactly how many hit points it had. Luca, uh, I have a full grown adult here. Look at her go! <laughs> Um, I still have my pinky! <laughs> <laughs> Sully, boom, boom, has Ambipom with the two slaps knock out this gray-furred Persian as the big guy says, oh, oh, dang, oh, dang, and he pulls the Persian back and he sends out a, uh, <laughs> a gulpin. Uh, obviously not as powerful as uh, what he led with. Gulpin? But it is not in melee range of them yet. I love gulpins, guys. <laughs> They make me think about those new squish toys that are really popular and all the rage and you can spend a lot of money on them. After Sully's turn, from an unknown source, it seems as though, with a 10 total, something that you cannot see has bound the Raticate as the Raticate is squeezed. It starts trying to like bite at whatever is holding it that you can't see. Oh. But it takes seven points of damage. It is then Luca's turn. What is Luca going to do with Hercules as he continues kicking up dust and throwing trash at stuff? <laughs> Let's, uh, 
uh, King Trash Mouth. Or uh, wait, what is the what L- is little it? King Trash Mouth? Yeah, <laughs> but not little. Uh, let's do another. Let's do arm thrust. Great. Coming over to you and arm thrusting the Linoon or arm thrusting the Eradicate. Linoon to really protect the bag if that's why he's still here. The bag that has the Radiant Stone in it. <laughs> Twelve. Nice. 12 total is a full success, so go ahead and roll that arm thrust damage. D6 plus Hercules' attack. 10. Okay, so that's uh, 20 super effective points. Go ahead and- uh, look at me, I'm playing the game! Roll to see if it hits again. Four. Four, it does hit again. Because remember, for for any of the multi-hit moves, if you roll to hit again and it's one to three, it misses four to six hits. Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Eight. Great, eight, so 16. Uno mas. Uh, well, see if it hits again. Two. All right, so it doesn't hit again, <laughs> but with 36 points of damage total, uh, in addition to the damage it had taken already, KO's the Linoon. Ha-ha! <laughs> My back! Luca, go! <laughs> As this greaser punk guy says, Ah, oh, crud! Uh, and he pulls back the Linoon and sends out a sand dial, again, close to him, and they're sort of both looking at the leader to see what's going on. And I think that they are actually um, seeing that the, the tables have definitely turned because <laughs> you all are giving them a little bit more than they bargained for. Yeah, they, that's right. Oh, wow, Sandile does look like a little criminy criminal. Gulpin is going to use poison gas and attempt to uh, use that poison gas to shape the field, actually. Oof, that's a fail, though. Uh, so it seems as though trying to use the poison gas to shape the field, uh, trying to cause a sort of smog effect to uh, obscure what you all can see, that's a five, so a full fail. Oof. So, so that means we get to do something. That is correct. So, Sarah, you can update either of the two that are there already, or you can replace one of them with a new one, but you get two tags. Using what it was trying to do against it, you can either do that with any of the instinct tags, or you can just use... Um, oh, well, actually, it would still be uh, for Darla, technically, who, who would use instinct. So basically, you can pick two from the instinct list. Oh, okay. Or you can update one of the ones you already have and then pick one from the instinct list. Okay, well, I would like to take away M4. Great. All right, so you're going to replace M4 with what? Do I lose M7 or? No, you still have M7 if you're keeping that, but you get to add two because you can have a total of three. Oh, oh, I want I5. I5. Ooh, okay. Which specific one are you trying to keep from escaping? Um, the leader. Great. All right. So you're specifically trying to keep the Raticate from escaping. Mm-hmm. Okay. The wording of that is your Pokemon prevents an opposing Pokemon's escape. It cannot get any further from your Pokemon than they are now and cannot be swapped out if they belong to another character. Pokemon that have been knocked out are not subject to this restriction. Oh, but the Raticate hasn't been knocked out, right? It has not been knocked out. It is still uh, well, but conscious. It's bound and, and it by is an still, invisible force. That so maybe that's correct. a waste. Uh, up to you, whatever you want to use it for. It is currently bound, so its movement is zero. Let's do a different one. Can we do Gulpin instead? Great. So with this telekinetic force, Darla just... SB! With this glowing of the gem on her forehead and and a bluish glow of the tail, uh, with some sort of telekinetic force, it's like she just holds onto the Gulpin, uh, who gets like lifted into the air a little bit and is unable to retreat. Uh, and then what other tag do you want to add? Let's do I1. Cool. I won is that when an opponent targets your Pokemon with an attack, you can use the terrain to impose disadvantage on their roll. After two uses, this tag is removed. Cool. So that one does not have the turn uh, restriction that the other ones have. It's just when you use it twice, it then goes away. That was the Gulpin's turn, which went uh, poorly. 
and then the sand dial is going to try to, again, use a sand attack to try to just obscure the area. And also just fails outright uh, as these guys are full panic mode uh, and the boss is trying to keep it together. He says, everyone just calm down. You started this. That is then going to take us back up to you, Pearl. I think I'm going to still do Dazzling Gleam. Great. Love that. I think it'll still work. Gulpin got a full success. That is a failure for Sandile. Oh, a critical failure for Raticate. Good. All right, go ahead and uh, roll the damage. 17. For the Gulpin, it's going to be two points of damage. It resists it. Uh, it's more so the fact that it is just being telekinetically held. But then for Sandile, 28 points of damage, hey! and already the Sandile looks like it is on the verge of uh, being in a very bad place. That's great. And then for the Raticate, it is also that 28 points of damage, which uh, it is knocked out. Great. As you are doing that, there is a bat-like shadow over here. Hallelujah! <laughs> and as uh, you see Detective Reynolds beginning to swoop down on the boss's turn, he says, I know that shadow. It's Noi Batman. We've got to get out of here. <laughs> and he, as he recalls the Raticate, starts to book it. Can he with our field tag? Gulpin can still not move, but this dude is running, regardless of the fact whether or not the Gulpin can go and or not. he'll run and face Luca, right? Because of the way Luca turned around? Luca, the person, but not Heracross, because Heracross it. was over with Lydu. Uh, Luca! Luca's going to try to just jump after and and hold down this uh, adult man who looks to be in like his 30s. Go ahead and uh, just roll plus might for Luca. You got this, Luca. Oh my gosh! Did you see what I just rolled? Is that a critical success? It's two sixes! There is a fire in Luca's eyes as he just like looks at this member of Team Nasty uh, with just so much ire. And he immediately just like goes for the legs. Yes. Uh, not tries to do a full body tackle, That's but exactly knows. That's exactly what you should do in this situation. He goes to just use the weight against him. And so he goes for the legs just to trip him. And he uh, goes for a full dive. And this mustached man does fall to the ground and is currently like being held by Luca. Me and Sully both have that ooh. It is then Sully's turn as uh, it seems as though, uh, again, the, the others are gonna try to go and like the, the one uh, with the gulpin, the bigger guy is trying to like physically pull the gulpin who's just like telekinetically held in place and not able to go. But uh, Sully, I think is just gonna have uh, Ambipom go over to the sand dial. Uh, no, actually. <laughs> She's going to have Ampapom go over to who, the other guy whose Persian had, uh, who stole her bag? She's going to go to whoever has her bag and uh, <laughs> have Ampapom slap him and take the bag back. As she should. And uh, with uh, less of a damage of like the double slap and everything, Ampapom just goes and boom, pulls the bag out of the hands as that is Sully's turn. And these guys are in, in like, they're all in full freak out now uh, they, as they look up and they're like, it's Noi Batman, it's Noi Batman. We've, we see it in the sky. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, I know him. He's on my speed dial. Then the invisible force that has been acting goes and you see that like where Luca is holding down this team nasty, you know, person, it seems as though some sort of force is also like holding down his arms and everything and making it more difficult for him to get away. 
that is then taking us to Luca's turn. Is there anything in particular that you would like Hercules to do? Oh, Sandile was almost down. Yes. Let's have him go for Sandile. Great. Go ahead and uh, what attack do you want to use against Sandile? Yeah, arm thrust. Cool. Arm thrust. Go ahead and roll to hit. Uh, 13. 13. Uh, yeah, full success. Go ahead and roll D6 plus uh, attack. Nine. Cool. That's 18. Roll one D6 to see if it hits again. Three. Okay, so, but still, with 18 points of damage, again, they really led with the strong ones and were not anticipating uh, so much of a fight from uh, two children and just this adult. An adult. uh, Who looks like she had come out of, uh, like, uh, was pulling some Dave the Baptist vibes. (laughs) John the Baptist Baptist vibes, yeah. (laughs) Dave the Baptist. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure we got a listener out there who can relate to that. (laughs) Yeah, no, the sand dial is knocked out. And, I mean, for all intents and purposes, this this is over because the Gulpin is is not at, like, they see that Noi Batman is coming down. And as he comes down. Wait, I, Pearl Gals. Sealy. Or. Cowabunga. Or she tries to go for the other person who has not been tackled yet. Okay, great. Go to tackle that guy. <laughs> what do I add? Your might. That's a zero, but I got a nine. A nine. Uh, <laughs> you are, he's like. Pushing away and everything, but uh, like you, you are holding on to him. Nice. I imagine that I got a face palm to the head right now, but I also have gotten like a belt loop or something. Yes. <laughs> uh, as you're in sort of just a stalemate with him, but he's not going anywhere. Detective Reynolds, in full Noi Batman attire, swoops down riding on Bruce the Noivern and enters the fray with a comic book montage of pow, wham, crash, bang. He makes quick work of the Team Nasty ne'er-do-wells as they're no match for his martial prowess. In almost no time, all three of the criminals are detained. Whoa. I'll take care of these three. He's, I imagine him, he's holding all three by the, like, Yes, all three of, of them the are shirt. tied up, and he's holding all of them at the same time by the, like, backs of their shirts. I'll take care of these three. Gulpin is still stuck. Yeah, Gulpin's still <laughs> stuck. Uh, Sully? Noi Batman. Noi Batman Sully. Well, uh, nice to meet you. Uh, good, good to meet you. I swear he's not this cool normally. Nice to meet you, too. <laughs> I'm going to take these three where they belong to the station. Meet me at the rendezvous point at 20. Okay. <laughs> Pearl tries to say in his, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. We got one on the list still. <laughs> But inconspicuously, uh, you all part ways from him, <laughs> not revealing who he is to these people, thus the whole point of a secret identity. But <laughs> uh, you, you part ways and you all uh, leave him as he goes to drop these perps off at the station.
Hello, friends. Jonah here to say thank you for listening to Postcards from Pearl. I'd like to take a moment to tell you about our fabulous partner, Dice Envy. This week, check out the new crime scene, Dice. Very appropriate for Criminy City. They've got red and black swirls with a clear base and easy-to-read numbers inked in bright white. They look so cool, and I gotta say, I really want a set for Teen Squad. If you're looking to add to your Dice hoard, you can get 10% off of your purchase at Dice Envy by going to DiceEnvy.com slash Questco or by using promo code Questco at checkout. That's Q-U-E-S-T-C-O for 10% off of your entire order. If you're a fan of what we do here on Quest Company Junior and you want to give us a boost, please head over to our page on the Apple Podcasts app or wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave us a rating and review. We really want to continue increasing the visibility of the show, reaching new people with the podcast, especially now that we've got Pocket Monster Fight really up and running, and you leaving us a nice rating and review is a big and easy way you can help us do just that. And if you really love what we do here at Quest Company Junior and you want to take that next step in supporting us, please consider becoming a Patreon subscriber. For as little as $2 a month, you can help us with necessary expenses, help us continue to improve the quality of the show, and get access to exclusive content and patron rewards. If you'd like to give us that support, you could do so at patreon.com slash questcompanypodcast. You can find the link to the Patreon on our website, questcompanyjunior.com. If you'd like to contact us, you could do so directly through our website or by finding us on Instagram and Twitter at Junior. You can also hang out with us in our Quest Company Discord and get all the latest updates on Monster Fight and Pocket Monster Fight. The link to that is on our website and Twitter. We know that word of mouth is the best way to get people listening to a new podcast, and that is especially true for independent shows like ours. So we would love to see you posting about the podcast and telling your friends about us. So if we see you tweeting about us or posting fan art using hashtag QuestCodeJr or hashtag PostcardsFromPearl, you might get a character named after you on the show. And if you have fan art of the podcast that you want to share, just make sure when you post it to tag us so that we can see it. Quest Company Jr. is a proud member of Podicon Go, a group of independent podcasts supporting high-quality content that's fun for the whole family. Podicon Go is your reliable corner of the internet for the kind of podcasts that everyone can enjoy, with shows ranging from animal facts to stories to audio dramas to RPG actual plays and more. Check them out at podicongo.com. One last very exciting announcement that I accidentally hinted at just a minute ago. We are through with the, quote, beta testing period for Pocket Monster Fight. You can now find the official Pocket Monster Fight basic rulebook in the Quest Company Discord, featuring cover art by the amazing fairy tale girl MB at Burgundy on Instagram. I'm still working on extra resources like a full Pokedex and move decks and all that kind of stuff, but the basic rules are solid. I'll also be working on updating the standard standard monster fight rules to reflect all the work that's happened on PMF, so stay tuned for more updates in the future because there's still plenty more to come. I'd like to take a moment to thank all of the incredible artists whose music is featured in this episode. Thank you to Fooboy Media for the songs Video Game Land and Acid Lounge. Thank you to Glitch X City for the songs Team Rocket Battle Remix versions 1 and 2, Team Rocket Hideout Remix, and Radio Tower Takeover Remix. Thank you to Insane in the Rain Music for the songs Stupid Blues and Eterna City. Thank you to Visager for the song Dark Sanctum Boss Fight. Thanks to Sir Cubworth for the song Gothic Vigilante. Thank you to Alex Slane for the song Nemesis. Thanks to Walt Adams for the song Dark Tavern. Thank you to Christopher Moe Ditlifson for the Detective and Lethal Secrets. Thank you to Nylonia for standoff. Thank you to Dreve Cave for Family Secrets, and thank you to Tabletop Audio.com for providing the ambience. 
That's all for me, so let's get back to the action. Thank you for joining us here at Quest Company Jr. her head and gives Luca a glare. Just keep walking. Just keep walking. She is fuming at him. Me, Sarah, I'm fine as a player. I just want the audience to know that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But she and and Celie and her put her their noses up in the air, give him the silent treatment. You do. All the way to the Pokemon Center, you yeah. do. Also, good job, Darla. Espy. I know you're exhausted. Come back in. Bloop. Bye, Gulpin! <laughs> it's just, it's, it's still in that stuck. same spot. Yeah. And it just lets out a toop. <laughs> <laughs> You all go to the Pokemon Center. Oh, wait, I do feel bad. Should we leave that guy astray or no? I mean, once you leave a certain radius, it'll it'll be out of okay. the telekinetic deal. Start a new life. Find a good muck. Make a family. <laughs> So you all Get head a to the steady job, man, and I toss him a tiny suit. Oh my gosh, a tiny, just round blob. Restart suit. your life, bud. You can do it. It's only as hard as it is in your mind. You leave Detective Reynolds as Noy Batman to deal with them, and you all make your way to the Pokemon Center, uh, unaccosted the rest of the way, uh, and with all of your possessions back, your phone and your bags and everything. Wow, I checked to see. Make sure the radiant stone's in there. It is. It is. Woo! I they did not, was sweating. <laughs> they did not know that it was in there, and yeah. they also did not have a chance to look. Everything was taken back quite quickly. Man, I swear a briefcase would have been better for these types of situations. <laughs> but you all go to the Pokemon Center as you continue giving Luca just the silent treatment, fuming. Uh, he's like, just trust me. But you all go, and you enter the Pokemon Center, and I assume get healed up and everything. Oh, yeah. I get a nice cup of tea. <laughs> wow. I feel like an adult. I'm actually drinking a cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know what we call that? Growth. <laughs> um, it's chamomile. There's no caffeine in this. <laughs> wow, city life. It really takes it out on you. I hate this place. <laughs> <laughs> Come into the city and immediately try to get mugged. Uh, what kind of welcome is that about? She says to the Pokemon Center. What is this Pokemon Center like? What's the, like the atmosphere or the tone here? Is there one nice person? Criminy City is an interesting place. As you've walked around, just go ahead and just give me a, just a read the room roll. I definitely think the first walk around, Pearl was just obviously distracted and wasn't thinking and wasn't doing the best job protecting her assets. But like the lights and everything just were so her vibe, you know? So I think that was why, too, as a player, I just wanted to play that way. Absolutely. Yeah. True to a a 10-year-old. I mean, that's how I would have felt in that experience. Uh, six for read the room. Plus your instinct. Oh, okay. Uh, seven. 
Seven. Great. Okay. So a, a mixed success. So I think that uh, at this point, Pearl, you have an awareness that while there are a lot of flashing lights and fancy things and uh, cool attractions and things like that around the city, like on surface level, oh, this is this seems like a cool place. It's you know, it's obviously it's a big city and there's a big city vibe and everything, uh, and there's a lot of cool stuff going on. But uh, all of that flashy neon and and. Uh, nice things to look at obviously seems to hide some sort of seedy or more sinister underbelly mm. the city that has crime in the name criminy shrimmy <laughs> luca just looks at y'all and says right, well should we uh should we get one of the meeting rooms <laughs> all right <laughs> a lot of face acting for you guys a <laughs> lot a lot of powerful uh disdainful faces Oh, silly! Or, You know what I would love to do? Or! I would love to walk this way and not express why I'm walking this way. And she walks to the meeting room. You do. Luca just turns to the nurse at the counter and says, uh, look, if, if anybody asks for us, we'll, we'll tell them we're in this room. And the nurse says, okay. But you all go to this meeting room and, and just I, wait for a moment. I immediately start checking out for bugs. For bugs? You yeah. check the place? Yeah. Go ahead and uh, roll, to, roll to read the room. Oh, yeah. Nine. Nine. So you can ask one question from the uh, read the room list. What is hidden here? (laughs) Great. What is hidden here? So it's kind of your standard, like, conference room kind of space. Just, you know, multi-purpose. People can come in there, have meetings and things. Looking for bugs specifically, I mean, there's a security camera like there would be in in just about any Pokemon Center. Seely? That kind of space. Or. You know what to do. Or, or. And she starts just to do a little dance for it. She just, like, gets right in front of the camera yeah. and does do, the dance. Do, do. Yeah, she's just doing some shoulders, some yes. wiggles. She has two fists, like, hoist her up so she can be right in front of it. And she's like, oh, 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 Yes, uh, So time. that the camera can neither see nor hear anything yeah, that's happening noise. in the room. White or. So just imagine Great that that's happening that. in the back room, uh, in the background of everything else that's about to happen in this room, listeners. Yes, please do. After about ten minutes... Before Detective Reynolds comes into the room, there is a knocking at the door. Do you all open it? Yeah. Cool. At Luca reaches for it. I give him a little shoulder and I reach for it. Okay, you do. <laughs> oh, she's so petty right now, guys. I'm sorry. As you open the door, you see Ringo. He has ditched some more of his more obvious uh, clothing and accessory things. What? And looks Luca's, as though... Uh, sh- Pearl slams the door. What? Looks at Luca. Reopens the door. Is he still there? Yeah. His face, he's like <laughs> kind of partially obscured his face. And, you know, he's he's obviously trying to be incognito. But you let him into the room. Yeah, I do a fake, you know, I, I do close the door. I look yep. at Luca. What? And I reopen the door. I told you. I'm sorry, man. It's all right. But Ringo steps into the room. All right, now listen. I close the door. I'm willing to cooperate with whoever this is, this detective that y'all say that you've got, that you know, who's apparently also some sort of weird tights-wearing fella. Superhero. Sure, but I'm going to need some things in return. And that's all that he says as he goes over and sits at one of the chairs in this conference room space. Well, the man you need to talk to is my best friend, Luca. Because I think you probably get along better with him than (laughs) (laughs) He says... Only person I'm going to make any kind of deals with is that detective. But I'm willing to talk. All right, Salvatore. (laughs) I sneak a high five underneath the table. You do. (laughs) 
I don't know if you allow this to happen or not, but unless Pearl uh, sort of prods any conversation forward, I think that there is uh, a bit of an uncomfortable silence for the next few minutes uh, well, as it's just like, well, okay. Well, for your entertainment, Seely. <laughs> <laughs> as Kecleon also appears, much like Randall from Monsters, Inc., you can now yeah. see Kecleon. Um, as you gather that that's what the invisible force was that was binding the eradicate and everything back oh, in the alley. Oh, so it wasn't our Batman superhero. <laughs> okay, all right. I see you, Ringo. A few more minutes pass, and a familiar figure enters the room. Back in his standard button-up slacks and trench coat, Detective Reynolds steps into the conference room with Alfred the Noibat perched on his shoulder. He looks at Ringo, who's leaned back in a conference room chair with his feet propped up on the table, and at Seely, who's still up on Tufus's shoulders and dancing into the security camera, and then at you all. We got about 30 minutes before it's time for her equity break. <laughs> uh, well, I do respect equity rules. So. I, re- I respect the union. Yeah, all right, cool. Well, let's let's get right to it. Looks like we've got some things to talk about. First Sully's of, still here, right? Yes, Sully okay, is cool. still here. Yes, yes, yes. Sully, how does Sully react when Detective Reynolds come in the room? Well, roll. I want to know. Roll perceive motive. Okay. Is that plus instinct or? Yes. Seven. Seven for perceive motive. How, how does she feel about this handsome man? On a seven to nine, you can ask one. What's your next move? Are you telling the truth? How do you really feel? What's most important to you right now? How are you hiding? How do you really feel, Sully? I mean, like, certified hottie just entered the room. Pearl just bites her lip and does a little eyebrow wiggle. It's very subtle. It's very subtle. It's just like the slightest raise of an eyebrow. Yep, 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 yep. (laughs) She has got it together. (laughs) You note that from her. But Reynolds says, all right, uh, well... We're in a room with a wanted criminal, and you all almost just got mugged, so anyone want to just fill me in on anything that I might not know yet? Well, have you ever seen that movie with the mouse, and they have the big eyes, and they sing? What? So I was just a little mouse coming into this city, and I saw the flashing lights, and I thought, wow, cool! And I started to sing, and next thing you know, you're getting mugged. <laughs> Are you talking about Fievel? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Good job. I realized how many mouse movies have that very, very similar theme, though. I I was like, I think it's maybe it's Fievel. It's not Stuart Little. Um, (laughs) But anyway, anyway, let's hash it out, Ringo. Would you like to tell your first interaction with little old me? Well, I reckon I can. And we tell him what happened at the solar cairn. Great. So you fill in Detective Reynolds on what exactly has transpired with Ringo up to this point and and everything. I would like to say Pearl is actually on pretty good behavior and does want, like, only speckles in just a little bit. Yeah. Cool. But as that tale concludes and you all get get him up to speed for where y'all are at right now, including your entrance to the city and everything, Detective Reynolds says, well, Ringo Vasquez, uh... I do think it's interesting that you've decided to come back here considering there are multiple bounties on your head, so... uh, Whoa! Sorry. (laughs) So I'm just curious, uh, what has possessed you to, uh, as far as I'm concerned, turn yourself in? And Ringo says, well, 
I think you know as well as I do that uh, y'all are in need of a man on the inside. And uh, judging from everything I've been hearing from these three the past few days, sounds like something's cooking up. Nah, I did not inform these three of this, but I had another job that I'd lined up to do with Mooney after the gig at the Solar Cairn, and we were supposed to come over here to Criminy. Same employer as before, who I can only assume, based on what y'all are talking about, is Il Drago. So, I want my record scrub clean, and I want to get paid, and I want protection, and I'll be your informant. And Reynolds just kind of sits back in his chair and just thinks about this for a minute. I do everything Reynolds does. <laughs> Physically, I am copying him. <laughs> Reynolds just thinks this over and he says, all right, well, how do we know that you're not going to... He touches his facial hair. I touch my facial hair. Wait, what? <laughs> his, uh, his gray speckled stubble. Yeah. I look to Luca. What do you think about it? I mean... Sounds like the only other real loyalty that he had to Mooney was just the jobs. Yeah. I don't know if they were, even if they grew up together, it certainly doesn't seem like they were the chummiest of folks. And, uh, well, Ringo seemed uh, not too happy that they left them behind. I want to look at Ringo and say, do you think we can handle whatever's coming? Well, I'd have to find out what was coming first. True. But y'all ain't going to have any idea what's coming without me, are ya? Okay, all right. I see you're enjoying this. <laughs> <laughs> Reynolds says, all right, all right. I'm interested. I can see about compensation and, uh, well, if you can actually help us and your help is worthwhile, I'll get your record taken care of. And certainly the international police can provide ample protection. I'll even throw a free donut in it. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. I also... For my own personal self, I would like to meet back up with Mooney so that I can get my Zeb Striker back. I have missed him. Pearl just has, like, a smile, like, hmm, there is some good in him. <laughs> but all right, I'll cooperate. I'll go in. As far as they know, as far as anybody knows, especially those Team Nasty folks, I ran off and escaped in the city. So I'll go on and I'll meet up with them, tell them that y'all dragged me all the way out here, and then y'all bunch of dummies let me slip. That sounds pretty truthful. And, uh, well, I got a pretty good poker face, so I think I'll be just fine. He does. Trust me, I could not get half as much out of him as you are right now, Detective. <laughs> <laughs> and I tried. We sat on his feet. Or, or. Not now, ceiling. Or, or, or. She keeps dancing in front of security camera. You're almost due for a five. <laughs> <laughs> but Reynolds just says, well, all right. We, uh. Hold on, hold on. You know what this means, right? What? Spy gear! Who's got the money? Let's slap some down on the table, because we are talking full-on wires, cameras. I want the shabam! Stuff in our shoes! <laughs> sorry, sorry. I was supposed to be cool. Pretend I did that without you here, Ringo. Gladly. <laughs> and Reynolds says, okay, so, um, well, with, with that in mind... Pearl, Luca, and uh, Sully, it's uh, good to meet you as well. Well, great to meet you too, Detective. I, uh... I'm just... <laughs> that was funny, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because you are one person, but I did genuinely believe that you were flirting just with two different people. <laughs> and you were not. That was great. Real DM skill right there. Convincingly yeah. flirt with yourself. <laughs> oh, boy. 
But Reynolds says, so for the lot of you, besides bringing him in, what's your exact plan here in Criminy City? What did you come here hoping to do? Well, sounds kind of dweebish now, but we were hoping to win this gym badge. (laughs) (laughs) And not get mugged. Um, Keep all our Pokemon. And, oh, hey, hey, in case you're kind of wondering if we can trust Ringo, uh, I do think we can trust him. I appreciate that. Yeah. Because we got this beauty now, and he hasn't stolen it. And she does show the radius down. Seely <laughs> <laughs> just dances faster, more vigorously. And I put it back in my bag. <laughs> Let's loop back around to that. Seely, go back to just doing the Lame Miz album. <laughs> I mean, like, how about a number, right? It's after the house. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's like, Seely, why did you go so deep into that? Like, we could have just started at the beginning and worked our way through. Don't That's skip to bring two, him home. Man. We only got probably four more numbers past that Skipped one. Skipped all the way to bring him home. Empty what are you chairs doing? and empty tables, and then you done. She did it, guys. She's been working all night. And, you know, the artist has got to sing what she wants to sing. <laughs> It's like, Seely, what? Come on, you didn't even do like a little fall of rain. <laughs> you didn't. Nothing. Do- Hold on, post credits. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, so she's she's doing Les Mis on shuffle. Love it. Uh, <laughs> she'll get to all of them eventually, but it's on shuffle. But Detective Reynolds says, okay, so you all are planning on participating in this tournament? Well, yeah. I mean. I'm trying to get some badges because people say I'm not level 100. No, well, that's that's perfectly fine. That actually might uh, coincide pretty well with well with what I'm working on. What are you working on? Well, since we all appear to be on the same page here, the fighting tournament is happening in a couple of days. Actually, tomorrow's the last day to register, and then the actual tournament starts the day after that. Yeah, that scans. We normally push it to the last minute. <laughs> But Team Nasty has had increased activity in the area around the city over the past couple of weeks, and they've been actively recruiting new members. Yeah, the people we met in the alley definitely looked makeshift with their uniform. Yeah, so... And I mean, I know Team Nasty prides itself on looking sharp. Yeah, well, the one who was actually in a uniform uh, was, well, his name's Wilbur. He's a known Team Nasty recruiter, so we've got him now. Uh, but then the other two were a couple of fresh recruits. Uh, <laughs> call themselves, and I, I know that I don't really have any uh, license to scoff here because I run around in tights, but uh, Jet the Threat and uh, Big Trav. Hey, I do have to just say, uh, I'm sorry for any time I've given you grief on the tights. Seeing them in action changes your whole entire perspective about it. Say, I gotta be aerodynamic for all my pals and wans. Okay, but when you say it like that, now I kind of disrespect you again. So just let it, let it lie, let it, let it, let the proof be in the pudding. Well. <laughs> but it was pretty awesome to see you in action. I'm not gonna lie. Well, um, thanks. I'm, I'm gonna ask for your autograph later on, but try to be cool about it. Um, uh, can you go back to when you said Wilbur? So, uh, wait, like, just, just, just say fully Wilbur. Back, uh, Wilbur. Some pig. <laughs> and then keep going. <laughs> I think I'm actually just going to keep it in the same spot. <laughs> I just wanted to say it. I'm just going to keep it in the exact same spot and keep going. <laughs> Brutal. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, there's Jet the Thread, Big Trav. But that's, I mean, we've been, we've been making all kinds of arrests and things lately. A lot of theft. These three actually had... 
these on them, and he pulls out three snag balls. They had just one each, which, uh, I don't know, it seems like they're kind of rationing out the snag balls, I'm mm. sure. I mean, I don't know if they've oh. ever really recovered. Oh, she does a little fuzz. I wonder who would have done ha- uh, hurt their supply. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they've uh, quite recovered their supply from the uh, explosion yeah. over in Portobello, but seems as though they don't have quite as many as they might under other circumstances. Uh, yeah, so it sounds like they're planning for something. Yeah, but there's certainly been reports of snags around the city and then other various thefts and things. Word is that something big's supposed to happen during the tournament. What it is, I don't know. We haven't been able to find out, but something, something's supposed to happen throughout the tournament. With Ringo, the of- we can be ready for it. Right, Luca? Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, so... um. We don't know what and we don't know exactly when, but sometime during the course of everything, apparently Team Nasty's got something going on. Leroy, the gym leader, uh, he's been seen making contact with known Team Nasty operatives, but there's no actual evidence of he himself doing anything. We just know that he has contacts, uh, but we don't have anything we can pin on him. So obviously, uh, if y'all are entering the tournament, not everybody's going to make it all the way through. If any of you make it all the way through. What? Well. What? Somebody's got to lose eventually. Oh, yeah. Totally. Not me. So. <laughs> Luke is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, 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 sure. I think that, okay. Okay. I don't know why we have to go into such detail about how we're going to win, Luca, <laughs> but I mean, we're both going to win, so that's cool. Well, no. Well, what I'm asking is. Because there's definitely going to be two. Well, what I'm asking is that. Wait, are you asking me to throw this championship? No. Sir, on my goodest honor, I can't. I shan't. I won't. <laughs> How do you expect me to sleep at night? I got a lot of people on cruise ships looking up to me. I'm not asking you to throw it. I'm asking that if, if slash when one of you loses, if whoever's still in, if either of you are in, if whoever's still in will just keep an eye out there at the tournament, but if the other one of you may be willing to be an extra set of eyes and ears for me somewhere else. Oh, I actually kind of dig that. Okay, I'm in. Now we've got we've got some other friends in the city. Uh, Luca, your dad's around. He's looking into some things right now. Papa says Luca. <laughs> <laughs> he says, but I also uh, well a little while back I called up our friend Professor Nichols and uh, he's he's here as well and he's in a safe place. Don't worry. But I called up the professor because uh, Tyler's been spotted here in the city as well. That's great. We love. Tyler, Tyler's here? That's so great. Maybe we can have them be extra eyes and ears, too. Do you want me to call them? I can call them right now. Uh, no, I... You come? I, I, got, I'm, I got it. Beep, I, I don't think you have their number. <laughs> really? You've never met them before, have you? Oh, that Tyler. I was, think thinking I was thinking about the about? nice Tyler I met at the ice cream store once. No, I'm talking about... They gave me a double scoop with extra fudge. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the Tyler that used to I keep a lot of numbers. With Professor Nichols and Mason. Oh, that's actually nuts. That's big. Yeah. That's really big that they're here. Exactly. Whoa. And I don't know where they're at now, but I've been looking. What? Yes. Do they know that the professor is here? No, I hope. That's why the professor's in a safe place and why uh, I made sure that his entrance into the city was quiet and that he's tucked away. But 
If Tyler's here, uh, I, I don't know. That makes me nervous. Yeah. That, I feel like that's risky to have him here. I think he should go home. I don't want anything bad to happen to him. So many things have, have, have happened to the professor. Well, I don't want anything to happen to Professor Nichols either. I, I like Daniel a lot, but... Does he know the circumstances he's under the professor? Like, did you give him the full scoop? I told him... How many crawlies around? I told him that Tyler had been spotted here in Criminy City, and he decided that he wanted to come. With everything going on with this fighting tournament, this increased Team Nasty activity, I just... I'm, I'm afraid Tyler may be working with Team Nasty. I don't know. Oh, that's but, a given, man. Yeah, so... I mean, or someone like El Drago or something else, yeah. Well, whatever the case, <sighs> the last that anybody knows that happened to them was the security footage from the lab where they stole the fossil along with whoever the other person is. So... Hot diggity dog! Woo! That's a lot! That's a lot of unknown time! Yeah, so if they're up to anything, and if it has anything to do with the research that they were doing with the professor, well, that's that's why Daniel wanted to come, so... Woo! Stuff is about to pop off in criminy, guys! <laughs> it is like a... I have seen a t-shirt gun before, and let me tell you, this t-shirt gun is loaded! <laughs> <laughs> and it's, uh... Yeah, they're XLs. So that's what we're working with, and that's what we know so far. So that said, Ringo, if you can get a hold of Mooney, get in contact, and give us any kind of inkling of what we're about to walk into, well, I'm sure that I can do that, absolutely. Well, if you can do that for us, then at least we'll have some semblance of an opportunity to have a plan. Ringo, do you need, like, I mean, like a punch in the eye to make it look, you know, like you... You got in a scuffle and make it more believable? Do you just uh, want to punch me in the face? No, I just masking. <laughs> <laughs> make a, just roll 2d6 plus personality. Personality. Eight. He thinks about it for a moment. You get one. I just messing with you. Well, and then Luca walks up, bam! <laughs> <laughs> and while saying, while punching, always goes, physical violence is never the answer. Pop! <laughs> This is just to give you an alibi. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> was he actually thinking it wasn't the worst idea? Oh, Ringo? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, makes sense that he would have potentially gotten roughed up during his escape and during, you know, the course of the few days that y'all had him in custody. Uh, uh, yeah, he was like, all right, fine. Punch yeah. me in the face. <laughs> yeah, Luca definitely does it. <laughs> While shouting, violence is never the answer. It's better when you don't know they're coming. That's when I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then I, um, I hand him a pack of peas, frozen peas. <laughs> Slide one over on the table. You do. Well, so with that, Detective Reynolds says, all right, well, uh, I guess that's it for now then. Are y'all staying here at the Pokemon Center tonight or do you need a <laughs> I'm exhausted. Place? Well, do you, do you want to be here or do you need a different place? Ooh, I'll go somewhere else. What you got? <laughs> well, what are we talking about? Jacuzzi? Some nope. mints on the pillows? No, nope. no. Some nope. nice fresh linen. <gasps> oh, oh, maybe somebody can do towel art. I really miss that. It's not going to be anything that fancy. Oh, okay, but like, like a, oh, I could teach them how to make a bird from a towel. It's easy. I A Pokeball. Come on. A, come on. That's pretty basic. You just roll the towel up in a ball. It's a real no frills kind of place. It's, it's a safe house. What do you think, Luca? I mean, 
fucking hurt, I guess. I mean, yeah, like, this, we did I mean, get it, mugged our first two minutes in this town. So, <laughs> I mean, so, a, yeah. a Pokemon Center, I, I would think, is as safe a place as any. I mean, we get our own rooms and the doors lock and everything, but at the same time, I don't know if I necessarily trust the Pokemon Center in this uh, town. Yeah, so. yeah, I think we'll go through the safe house. Do you uh, have a coffee machine? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> we're good, we're good. All right, well, we'll need to leave out the back, but uh, Ringo, are you good? Yep, I'll uh, I'll get in contact tomorrow. All right, then. Okay, everybody look for some good spy equipment until we meet again. <laughs> hey, do we have, like, a spare walkie-talkie or something? I've got extra stuff at the safe house. Well, well what about Ringo? He needs something. Fair enough. Ringo, do you? And Ringo just says, I'll be in touch. What? Okay. Aw, oh, guys, I'm already getting queasy. <laughs> You really missed out, Ringo, on a cool shoe. But as y'all part ways with Ringo and head toward Detective Reynolds' safe house, that is where we will end this episode. Nothing beats watching the fails with a little fall of rain when the blood packets don't work right. That's all. <laughs> that's all. Enjoy it. I love theater fails. I'm sure that's a shock. But anyway. Okay, back in the seat. Oh, my gosh. What an app. It's a criminy city, and there's so many people, oh my gosh. They're all fighting for Pokemon, and it's literally a fighting capital at the criminy city. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's 10, everyone. Yeah, thank you, 10. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
Hey, Daniel here from the Happy Go Lucky Podcast. The show you've just been listening to is part of the new and upcoming Podicon Go podcasting network. What is Podicon Go, you ask? We're a group of independent creators that are committed to creating, distributing, and supporting content that is clean, fun, and appropriate for all ages. Thank you for listening. Be sure to hit subscribe and show your love for this show with a five-star review. Every time you do, you're helping to support family-friendly content for everyone to enjoy. Thank you for listening to Postcard from Poor and Quest Company Jr. Postcards from Pearl is a fan-made podcast and is not affiliated with Nintendo, Game Freak, or the Pokemon Company.